welcome back to the Mind Castle. I'm Reagan, and Austin is here in the studio as well. And we're, we're that's me. Yeah, we're we're tackling a topic that I that I really care about. And I think both of us have been, have started realizing more lately than we used to, even though it's always kind of been there. Mm-hmm. You've heard this piece of advice that says curiosity killed the cat. Yeah. What do you think people mean when they say <laughs> such things? I think they mean that like, well, cats are very mischievous. And so I wonder if they don't mean like the cat was too curious and followed well, it its, its mischief, mischief, mischievousness. Yeah, that's, that's a word. Too far. So and it was bad. Uh, yeah, it's basically saying like being curious is detrimental to your physical well-being um, <laughs> or something to that effect. And we hear, and I'm using that as a bit of a, a case study, but we hear statements like that a lot back, you know, especially growing up, oh, curiosity killed the cat, stay in your lane. And mm-hmm. we don't ever really think about what that is saying. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that statement, curiosity killed the cat, that is woefully simplistic. Yeah. Like really, really simplistic. And, you know, most pieces of pithy little wisdom like that are, in fact, <laughs> I have this book called um, Beyond Wealth, which isn't really that good of a read, but there's one section in there that was interesting. He was saying, be careful with those like one-liner wisdom truth yeah. bombs. And he gives a list. He's like, for example, these. And it's all like saying one way of like, boom, mm-hmm. boom, you know, all stuff we've all heard. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. And he's like, yes, but look at these. And then he lists an identical list, but they're all pithy statements that, again, I, I recognize all of them saying the exact opposite. Yeah. And he's like, see, you can just proof case whatever you want. So curiosity killed the cat, you know? Um, <laughs> but then we have flip side, which is like, follow your passion and do what you want. You know? This is like, okay, okay, hold on here, guys. We need to have a little <laughs> more nuance. So what I'm getting at here is, is, is trying to dig into what is curiosity? Mm, okay. Why does it matter? Mm-hmm. What is, where does it come from? Or maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe you shouldn't, and you should just stay in your lane, keep your head down, do what you're told. Um, which is a very um, that has been tried by many societies and and peoples uh, over the course of of history. So a lot of these questions came out of me doing a lot of self reflection the last couple of months on what is it I'm trying to do with all the writing and videos and things that I make. I, I, I try to you know I'd make a decent amount of stuff for the internet. Uh, but if you look at my YouTube channel, it's kind of all over the place. Uh, so you'll have sometimes I'm, you know, talking about traveling and, and going places and making travel videos or analyzing my favorite books or saying, hey, look at this really cool artifact I found in the middle of the you know, Iraqi <laughs> desert, which is still some of my most favorite videos. Uh, you should check them out. Found um, Sennacherib's aqueduct system from about 2,600 years ago, still buried in the Iraqi uh, farmland area, like mm. in the valley there and still not been fully excavated insane one of the coolest things i've ever found anyways whoa so what what how do what what unifies all those things together and i got a, a bit of a tip from uh lex friedman actually you familiar with Who's lex? lex friedman oh my goodness interesting okay again just like we said last episode we're gonna mention people that doesn't mean we necessarily recommend them he, he's a <laughs> huge podcaster on science technology and specifically things like machine learning and ai he's Ooh. a research or i'm not sure if he is anymore but he was a research um, research dude at MIT. Um, I think his PhD is in in artificial intelligence, something like that. Whoa, absolute genius! Like he's very, very, very intelligent. And so he's made a whole career on the side while he was at MIT, just interviewing interesting people about science and technology. So he hmm. started like leveling up because he's really good at it. And before you know it, he has like Mark Zuckerberg, you know, founder of Facebook, and he's got <laughs> Elon Musk and you know uh, Ray Dalio and like really, really big names. So he's went full time in the last year or so. 
I found his stuff really interesting, but I was like, man, it seems like it's spread all over the place. Like one day he's interviewing someone from Facebook and the next day he's doing something on robotics and the next day it's something on aliens and UFOs. Like it's kind of oh. all over the map. And somewhere, I forget which interview it was, um, but he said something about one of the key pieces he lives by is is you find something like, oh, that's that's curious, that's interesting, and you just follow that thread and see where it takes you. Mm, okay. And that <clears throat> really resonated with me. I was like, maybe that's why I'm really liking what I'm seeing here. It's just, that's curious, that's interesting. I should look into that and see where it takes you. And I realized I've been living my life that way <laughs> for a very long time and never had the words to, yeah. to say it. Yeah. To never actually realize. And it's like, wait. And I immediately thought of, wait, that is exactly the opposite of curiosity killed a cat. You know? <laughs> so so I was like, I gotta sit down and write this up. So I wrote it into a newsletter, which you can subscribe to my Substack and, and link read below. It. Yeah, link below. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shameless plug. <laughs> plug plug. Yeah. 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 Plugity plug plug. Anyways. Um, but I'm realizing that's actually perfectly describes what I'm doing. Like I'm following the things I'm curious about, the things I find interesting and meaningful and worthwhile, hopefully. And right. just seeing where it takes me, uh, it seems almost too simple. Like I look at that, I'm like, wait, I thought, you know, I'm trying to come up with like what my brand is and what I'm trying to do. I'm expanding, you know, thinking some big philosophical Empire. construct. Yeah, like something, you know, dramatic and flashy. <laughs> and that's all I came up with. And I was like, it rings true. Interesting. And so guess I have thoughts like, on that. <laughs> guess what? Just like that, uh, suddenly, you know, I'm going deep down the rabbit hole of what is curiosity to begin with. So it got really matter really fast. Um, but yeah, I, back to myself, you know, I'm realizing, um, you know, I'm fascinated by the curious, the unusual, the sometimes bizarre and the always mm -hmm. fascinating components of human nature. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. But I will uh, make a quick case for why I think being curious is is absolutely essential for our lives. Okay. Um, and then we'll we'll dig into this a little bit more about just to kind of wrap it up a little bit. So again, Pat phrases curiosity killed the cat, which again I think is very simplistic. If you think about it, if at least some humans in the past weren't curious about the universe and how it works, <laughs> pretty sure we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We'd nope. probably be sitting around a, a fire living that hunter gatherer life. Right. Um, you know, because someone had to be curious enough to be like let's try inventing agriculture. Let's try inventing the wheel. Let's try building cities. Like someone had to figure that out for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it took real curiosity. It wasn't just like, I know this is going to work out awesome. So we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Someone had to just try things. So I read this book on it. It's called Failure, Why Science is So Successful. It's actually really boring. It's like from Oxford or something. I'm not Ugh. sure. Yeah. If you feel like it, go ahead and get <laughs> it and read it if you want. But they, they're making the whole case that what makes science work and innovation and learning and things, what makes it work is someone usually is doing an experiment and says, oh, that's interesting. I didn't expect that. Or, oh, that's kind of odd. Let's let's pull on that thread a little bit. Let's explore that thing because that that's curious. That's unusual. It doesn't fit. And that's usually how the greatest scientific discoveries are made. Mm -hmm. Almost always. Occasionally it just happens. But Occasionally it goes really sideways. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes you get people that are evil and they pull on that thread exactly. the wrong direction. See exhibit A, you know, Hitler, Stalin, yeah. Karl Marx, you know, some really yep. bad people who had maybe some malicious motives or something. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Very malicious. <laughs> But again, that was his whole point is right. like, if someone wasn't willing to try something and just be like, oh, let's see what happens. You wouldn't have a lot of the incredible breakthroughs in science and innovation. And those are overall, I would argue, a net positive. I mean, we have nice houses to live in now. You know, we're not mm -hmm. in 
wooden shelters in the woods. You know, right. um, we know how to Most grow things. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we've invented air conditioning and refrigeration and blankets, yeah, blankets. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like these are things we just totally take for granted, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and if you guys could see me right now, you would understand why I said that. Cause I was cold <laughs> last episode cause I took a polar plunge and drank an iced latte and I'm, I'm over here shivering, trying not to sound nervous on the mic. So in between episodes, I went and grabbed one of Reagan's blankets. So <laughs> yes. now I'm wearing a blanket and it's, it's great. Very fluffy blankets. It's it is like a huge I'm a huge fan. So anyways, that's the rabbit hole I was going down on. Like, mm-hmm. what is curiosity and why is it even valuable? Like, because I know that for myself, that's a big thing. I mean, just look at my office. Like, it's right. a huge range of everything. I had this, like, called my cabinet of curiosities. I've got everything from, you know, a hand painting from Paris of the Eiffel Tower, some dude we met on the street, to, like, some old coins, to a piece of America's first space station, to a dinosaur tooth right over there. You know, it's just kind of random. But, like, it keeps life... Very interesting, <laughs> for one thing. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I would I would love to hear your response. Well, Wait, my so my the first thing I thought of was, what do you do when, like, what's the? I think curiosity is like part of the equation, but I think there has to be another part of it that has to do with like pushing on even when it's not fun and it's not enjoyable. Like, so there's unless we're talking about two different things here, because I think about that with my work. So every single video I've ever made, well, let me rephrase that. Every video I've made in the last year, at some point, I sat there and stared at it and was like, this is never going to work. Like, this is a horrible idea. Everybody's going to hate it and they're going to think I'm stupid. And this is like imposter syndrome. Who am I to talk about this? This is not working. But I know instinctively that it's like, okay, maybe, but... I always know that if I push just a little bit farther, I'll get through it and it'll open up and it'll be fine. But in that moment, it's like the the curiosity got me into that topic, but it was in that moment of like deciding whether or not I'm going to quit or keep going or start over where it didn't really feel like it had much to do with curiosity. It had more to do with like just discipline and was like, just keep like, you know, this is right. Like keep pushing on it. So I wonder if almost like maybe either we're talking about two different things, like where curiosity should keep you curious keep you searching in life and that's its own 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 thing or if we're talking about like if we apply it to all of life then we have curiosity but we also have to marry it with like some of these other really core foundational things like discipline and like hard work and you know things like that yeah are we just talking about curiosity and like following what interests us and what we find interesting or are you like applying this to all of life in all areas to an extent, I would argue all areas. Okay, just to keep life from being a mundane drudgery. Right. Yeah. Like, like there, and this is another topic. We'll maybe say for another episode. But the whole like quote, follow your passion. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you look at what makes people really love their careers, mm-hmm. it's autonomy, like being able to experiment. Yeah. Because if it's a monotonous job, and we found this out in the industrial revolution, I mean, if it's like sitting there riveting one bolt on a car all day for 10 hours or 14 hours a day like they used to before and six days a week by the way mm-hmm. until the until one dude was like hey let's try a 40 hour work week and everybody thought he was utterly insane and then they actually made more stuff and that's how we got the 40 hour work week by the way another third of curiosity <laughs> fun fact yeah fun fact but they they were realizing that actually if workers are feel like they're boxed in doing something super mundane all the time it dramatically affects productivity. Mm-hmm. And we're saying in an industrial sense, but even right. more so for like mind work, basically, or whatever you yeah. want to call that, intellectual work. So I would actually argue it, it's it's really important to have because if you don't have that little spice of life in it, 
What's going to make you want to, how are you ever going to finish with that video? You know, all that to say, there obviously comes in some grit and discipline here. You know, if you run into that wall in the creative process, Mm -hmm. you know, there will absolutely be times where your discipline's going to have to kick in and say, hey, if, if, if I really care about this thing, I do have to see it through. You know, there is hard work. Absolutely. You you know, you got to have that. Mm. I'm saying, though, if you don't have the curious element in there, you would have never started to begin with. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And that's where I think just clarifying that is important Um, because just like the caveat or just like the thing of like curiosity killed the cat. We don't want to flip the other way and just say curiosity is all you need. Woohoo! Follow your curiosity. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a disaster. Because we like so I think it is important to bring in these other foundations, but make the point that curiosity needs to be one of the pillars of 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 our life um which i think is really really important and realis- i resonate with that a lot and realistically it's very unlikely that your job is going to constantly be interesting and dynamic all the time yeah. that is it's that is very rare but it does most happen. jobs you can Usually. find a few ways to bring that in but uh, right. almost and again unless you're a factory line worker doing the same thing for 8 hours a day but even yeah. that, even, even then, that, they're, they're, you can listen to podcasts or something. Like, yeah, there's, there's always elements. Or, or even go to your boss and say, "Hey, I, I wouldn't mind trying something new, or, or bringing on, you know, hey, can I add another responsibility? Just mm. kind of liven things up. Like, there, <laughs> there's always something like that, you know. Mm. And, and yeah, so I think it's it's very important that we won't don't go down the street of just just follow the curiosity thread and you'll make all the money you need. No, it's not that <laughs> no, way no, no, no. at all. <laughs> it is not that way at all. But I will say, if you don't have that curious streak in your life to keep life dynamic and interesting and Mm -hmm. in a way almost like meaningful like this awareness of the world around you it's gonna be pretty boring oh it will and and you won't be fulfilled in just your your normal life in general like you won't be happy so i don't know some people might be i you know i don't know how far we want to go with it but i do i do think yeah there's just real value in there and and the other part too that's that's really important is it makes you into into a much more interesting person and dynamic yeah yeah and and again i was was read this quote from another book you know curiosity is essentially an attitude towards living you know and it's yeah it's kind of a neat attitude to be around like there there's certain friends i have like every time i see them they've got some neat thing that they figured out and they're just (laughs) like dude like, like look at this thing this is so cool and I'll be like, wow, that is really, and it makes them a lot more fun to be with, <laughs> you know, because I'll come away being like, wow, that was fun and interesting. And I learned something that could mm-hmm. potentially be very useful, Yeah, um, which is actually maybe a topic for another time. But that's how I got down the the deep down the rabbit hole of like um, test pilots at Edwards Air Force Base in the X-15 rocket plane and breaking the sound oh, barrier. Yeah. And like, there's some, just some really fun stories there mm-hmm. that, you know, does it have any economic value to my life? Probably not, but it, well, you made know, a YouTube video about it, so it might. That's actually true. I, <laughs> did, I did make a YouTube video about it because it's just like, wow, this is really interesting. So, so to kind of take it, take it a little bit further. The future is latent with potential. Almost anything can happen there, which is something that I think is really important to keep in mind. But how we tap into that potential, or like how how can we tap into that potential if we're not curious about the possibilities? Right. Basically. Yeah. And the other, the flip side is, as you you brought in, uh, the future is has potential for massive amounts of evil and chaos as well. So you don't want to walk blindly into that. And that's, again, where I think curiosity can help with that is, is that awareness of, uh, you know, this could go the other way yeah. um, and, and being realistic about it. Um, so yeah, being a curious person makes you way more interesting to be around. So it's not always utilitarian. <laughs> but then again, it's kind of fun having this plethora of oh, random yeah. things you can pull out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples because I, I, wrote, I have one too whenever you're done. I, yeah, I wrote these into my newsletter. But, you know, plethora of fascinating facts. You never know. They might come in handy someday. Um, like, for example, Pepsi, the soda company. Yes. 
had one of the largest navies in the world, sixth largest navy oh, yeah. in the world. <laughs> I, yeah, okay? you told me that. Before. Just what? It's a like, wild, like five. wild, wild story. Okay, <laughs> like wow. Um, or there was another time during World War II, some dude invented a precision guided missile, but the guidance system was a live pigeon inside pecking yeah. on a screen. You know. <laughs> And I'm so <laughs> totally serious. Like that actually happened. I can't imagine. How did like, someone think that was a good idea? Well, it kind of worked. That's what's so wild. <laughs> he was probably, he probably was like, yeah, everybody thought that about Einstein too. Uh, well, exactly. That's <laughs> what see, they did. Einstein think. was actually <laughs> a genius. Yeah, but uh, he was a, he was a patent office clerk, man. Uh, anyways. So, but I mean, like totally serious. Poor pigeon. I mean, you know, if they would do yeah, that no today, kidding. like the mere thought of a kamikaze pigeon would just make animal rights groups go nuts probably <laughs> today. <laughs> anyways. That's a great picture. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of a bizarre 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 thing but all that all that to say i ultimately see you know curiosity is tied to a growth mindset oh yeah i I don't think yeah definitely it's it's i'm not gonna say impossible but i think it's very difficult for someone to grow and develop and in a sense level up um their life if they don't have some element of curiosity i mean you would you would never learn new skills you would never be testing your limits you yeah because you'd be like i'm it's kind of that sense of complacency i'm i'm great right here and there are some people like that and they turn out successful and have a decent life you know i'm not gonna say it's impossible but i don't hmm, you gotta have that growth mindset right Um, you know this this um this sense that it's okay to try new things and you're gonna fail and it's all you know that's fine you'll learn something new like failure is actually really good Mm -hmm. oftentimes we've been kind of taught that failure is bad and sometimes it is but generally trying things and failing is is a great way to learn mm-hmm. actually yeah but anyway that uh this this reminds me of one of the key teachings um that I learned from from Tony Robbins and that is you to be to to live a fulfilling life you always have to be learning and growing and i think that like this is kind of the next level down maybe it's like in order to keep learning and growing you have to be curious mm. and you have to you have to want to pursue that like that's why i started learning spanish it's like huh i wonder what it'd be like to to be able to do this like let's let's try and find out fun fact it's a lot harder than you thought you yeah think. yeah um, yeah but uh yeah that's that's really that's really good and i think a curious mindset is what keeps people young I, I really agree with like, that. Like, yeah. I think of uh, of of our grandpa who was very curious about lots of stuff, mm. um, and uh, yeah, just like watching what where that led him, and also what uh, the stuff, the different stuff he did did, and like, yeah, it was just like I don't know. He had a youthfulness about him and a mischievousness mm-hmm. that just never went away, and I think that's a lot of why it was. Just, yeah, it was like you know, well, he was a straight up inventor. I well, mean, yeah, he was. You know, uh, you know, building a forklift. Or no, building an elevator out of a forklift. Yeah, right. Like, wait, how how do you, like, to get to the upstairs of his barn, like, how do you, I'm so confused, but it worked. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was, a, it was a hodgepodge, but he's like, oh, let's try. <laughs> you know, that could probably work. I got some old parts from a forklift laying here, and we'd wire this up, mm-hmm. put some cables here, and put this motor there, and voila, he had a, he had an elevator, and it worked for 20 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I wouldn't even think to try something like that, but just having that mindset of, yeah, let's try this. Yeah. What could go wrong? You I know? wonder what old, you know. Yeah. What, what could go wrong? Well, we could plummet <laughs> to our deaths. Um, <laughs> we could get stuck up there. <laughs> well, that did happen. You, you know, elevator would take you up to the top of the barn and then you'd get stuck in the loft. It's like, oh, too bad. suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Well, that's that's what I had on, on curiosity. I'd be really curious what audience members thinks. Uh, audience, you all listening, I'd love to hear what y'all think um, yeah. about this. Because, mm. you know, maybe, maybe we overly simplified the other extreme. Um, it could be. Uh, but, 
I, I'm still pretty. I'm pretty committed to it, it's. It's tied to a growth mindset. I really Definitely. believe that. Yeah. Um, I remembered my fun fact. Oh yes. Um. So did you know? I just read this in Ego's the Enemy by Ryan Holiday, page one forty one. It says England's government only recently paid off debts it incurred as far back as seventeen twenty from events like South Sea Bubble and Napoleonic Wars, the empire's abolishing of slavery, and the Irish potato famine. What? (laughs) Meaning that in the 21st century, there was still a direct and daily connection to the 18th and 19th centuries. That's what the potato famine and the Napoleonic Wars. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is kind of a fun fact. Why why would they take so long to pay it off? (laughs) Beats me. (laughs) That is really, really (laughs) something right there. Yeah. Wow. I I have a feeling it's going to be a recurring theme throughout this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, learning, learning interesting things and sharing them. Yeah. I I think is is a lot of the key. Now, you got to be careful with that because sometimes they're just kind of totally pointless. I I know all kinds of uh, absolutely pointless facts. (laughs) So we probably won't do too many of those, but sometimes they're kind of fun. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks everyone for uh, listening to this episode. Appreciate it. I'd uh, love to hear your feedback on Curiosity. Hit us up on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. and our websites, austintrock.com, uh, reagantrock.com, and of course, Goodreads to see all the cool stuff we're reading. And goodbye. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I got. <laughs> yep. All right. We'll see y'all.